Welcome back. It is that time, this time on a Wednesday holiday week, throwing off the schedule just a little bit, but always a good time to talk with our man Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye. And well, Wolfgang, you've told us before you're not the biggest baseball fan, but over the weekend you got sucked in by this Hawkeye squad, didn't you? There, let me tell you, there were plenty of people watching that. I texted like one or two things out about it when I was watching um, Iowa against Northwestern and got crazy feedback. So there were a ton of people watching that. We were out at the pool with the kids. I overheard people talk about Iowa baseball, talking to his wife. We were out at a restaurant. I heard somebody saying, so I think this is actually maybe a little bit bigger than I even thought. People are, like, talking about this. It's cool because there are a lot of baseball fans in Iowa and obviously a lot of Hawkeye fans with it being the Hawkeye State. They're, they're following this. I think it's, it's actually pretty cool. Now, you had Heller on. Am I wrong there? Yeah, yeah. I had him on uh, a week ago, I guess it was. Yep. Okay, because I've, I've actually never really heard him in an interview other than on the Big Ten Network. What, what did you think of him? Because he, I mean, he has to have a big-time raise coming. He's bringing a program, basically, that was dead, that nobody cared about, that I told you uh, last year and the year before. I went to tons of games. Mm-hmm. There were people there, people into it. People are tweeting me, asking, you know, if, if I'm going, if I'm good. Hey, what's up? Are you going? Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to see a program that's come from the ashes that really was never relevant. I don't ever remember Iowa baseball being relevant in my lifetime. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you're, you're in the same age range as me. Uh, in our lifetime, you were born late 70s, I think. I can edit that out if you want. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're close to the same age. Yeah, yeah so... I mean, I don't remember. They made. I the, don't remember being excited about Iowa no, baseball they, at all. They made the NCAA tournament in 1990. Don't remember it. Don't don't remember a second. Yeah, I don't it. either. I don't. Either. I don't remember. And and this was the time I was 10. I was reading the Register because I'm a huge dork and I was reading the newspaper all the time. I, I don't remember even seeing anything about it during that time. Uh, they, was this on the Big Peach? Was this the Big Peach? Uh, yeah, that, it would have been the Big Peach. You're right. <laughs> But then, so stupid, but, but I miss it. So but, stupid, but I miss it. But after that, I mean, they just, they've been bad. Dom had a couple of decent seasons, but just that decent. Nothing certainly stellar. And then Heller comes in and is taking them now to two of the last three NCAA tournaments, a Big Ten tournament championship, something that they hadn't done in a, in a, a, ever, right? This is their first ever title in the Big Ten tournament that yep. started way back, uh, I don't even know, I think it was 81, something like that, regardless. First time they've ever done that. It's incredible. And now the question is, uh, who's going to be coming calling for Rick Heller? Oh, gosh. Don't. Why do you got to do that, Trent? I understand you got to do that. We got to do that. We got to talk about that. Why not? Why would you not go after him? Um, if Iowa starts, and they, this is what, I mean, it's bad. And you brought it up last time. It's bad that UNI doesn't have a baseball program. It's bad that Iowa State doesn't have a uh, baseball program. But Iowa should be able to keep the studs in state now. They've proven that they're relevant. They've proven that they can do it. Um, so if they start keeping Iowa's best players in there, going out and getting a few JUCOs, uh, going out you know, in states you know, surrounding the area, and the crowd keeps getting better, people start to get into this, why not? Yeah, he's either going to have to get paid big time because he deserves it quite frankly mm-hmm. two and three years right my friend yeah yeah that deserves that deserves a raise big time i mean if we're talking about baseball freaking college baseball on radio trent think about that i know and i know it's not i know it's not bogus because 
of the tweets that I got, the people that I heard out talking about it, the people that I know that wanted it to be talked about. So I, I truly believe that it's, this isn't bogus. This is cool, man, for Iowa. So we'll see if they have a chance. They're going up against, like, what, the co-pitcher of the year in their league, um, the co-hitter you know hitter in their league or whatever like that. I mean, I have no idea. Are we going to pretend like we know Houston? I'm not going to pretend like I know Houston. But I'm going to be watching, and I'm into this. And it's a double elimination. Yep. So we'll see. By the way, did you see? I don't know if anybody's brought this up. But I'm sure they have. I haven't seen it on Twitter or anything like that. I'm sure they had to have seen it. So after the Nebraska game, did you see the Iowa players little skit behind uh, their pitcher that was being interviewed on the Big Ten Network? Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw all of them. I, they all kind of run together. Which one was that? Was that the weightlifting one? <laughs> where they were fighting? Did oh you no! See where they were? The, the wrestling fighting? one. Yeah, yeah. The wrestling over there pretended like they're fighting, and then the camera guy like motions over to them. I don't know if he really thought they were fighting, but they're pretending like they're punching each other. One guy takes another guy down, body slams him, gets him, puts him in a pin, and he's waiting for this other guy. So the third Iowa baseball player comes out and goes, boom, slaps him, and it's over. Oh, and he did the atomic Hulk Hogan elbow drop. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Where you point to your elbow and you do the atomic elbow drop. These guys, I'm telling you, chemistry is something. Yeah. And baseball is different to me, and this is why I like to ask you questions. Can you imagine if this bleep went on with Fran McCaffrey? Right. Can you imagine if Cook was doing the points to his elbow and does the atomic drop on freaking Bohannon? Mm-hmm. It's so funny how different sports are. Hockey, it's okay to punch somebody in the bleeping face. But what we see with the uh, with Washington, uh, with what's his name? Stud. Uh, you know, punching the pitcher in the face. He's got four games. And then the pitcher got what? What did he get? How many games did he, he get? Six. But anyway. He got six, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's a relief pitcher, right? So that means something, right? Hunter Strickland, yeah, six games for him. It's different than a starter getting punched out for six. There's there's no doubt. But I, I personally like that stuff. I think that's fun. Now, could you do that for basketball? If I were a coach and I saw that, but it's after the game. But some of that stuff Iowa was doing was during the game. The Slim Jim contest, was that not during the game? Yeah, yeah, that was during the game. Absolutely, they, because Is during that every, crazy? every every game they're interviewing Heller, and every game they were doing something. At one point, uh, I think it was in the championship game. Guy had his a uh, couple of Gatorade cups over his eyes, acting like he was a hunter, and he made a bow. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> you know, see you, that. you got that one. They're they're always doing goofy stuff. Baseball. I played baseball. Baseball's a bunch of weirdos. There, there's a lot of down, down time. You got to do something to keep you entertained. Now, if the other team, again, the unwritten rules we speak about in sports, if the other team knew they were doing that, is that an unwritten rule you can't do that, that you're not taking the other team serious? No. Because no, no. I'm not aware of these unwritten rules. No, they were all doing that. I, this has become kind of a thing in the Big Ten tournament. And I, I think Iowa kind of took it to another level, but Northwestern had a couple of things that they did. Minnesota had a couple of things. Iowa, uh, they they had more, and I probably saw more just because I was watching them a lot more, but it wasn't just the Hawkeyes doing that. This was everybody in the Big Ten was doing something funky when their coach was being interviewed, trying to get a chuckle. Nebraska probably had the best one of all. They had uh, basically a person bicycle, uh, exercise bike, if you will. It's <laughs> it's very difficult to explain. I'll send it to you. It's a good yeah, stuff. It, it I have not funny. seen it, but it's yeah. a person bicycle? Yeah. Uh, yeah, one guy is like the bicycle. The other guy is sta- laying on his back, pedaling. 
Uh, it, it's, yeah, again, very difficult to describe. You have to see it. That was Nebraska. So it wasn't just hey, an Iowa thing. Everybody was doing this. Yeah, and I saw Minnesota. I think they did Yoda, something with Yoda. Um, but, hey, Nebraska's got to beat us in something. So I, I hope that skit was better than the, the wrestling one, the UFC one, or whatever they were doing. I thought it was hilarious. I had fun. But it's just funny the different sports, you know, when you fight in basketball in the NBA, it can't happen. You might be kicked out of the league, quite frankly. If it happens in hockey, it's just what you do. If it happens in baseball, um, I don't know necessarily about baseball. It seems like they all hold each other back. Oh, let me at you. Let me at you. But, I mean, it's just funny the different sports and their what they consider okay to do and what they consider not okay to do. I, I find that funny anyway, but whatever. I got you. I got you there. So we get ready for Houston. Iowa, the four seed. Uh, Let me tell you about Houston. Let me tell you about Houston. What do you, what do you, you got, got for me? You got 10 seconds? I got you. I'm just going to burp into the mic. <laughs> That's all you got is a burp? That's, no, they've got it. What? they got a co-player uh, um, of the year at uh, pitcher and a co-offensive um, uh, hitter player of the year, right? That's yeah. all I know. Yep. yep. And they're the number one seed, and, it's, and we're playing there. That's all I know. Other than that, don't know nothing. Good news, they are not one of the top eight seeds, so you're not facing the heavy of the heavyweights. This is a team that would be seeded in the 9-16 to 16 range. Uh, you couple that with Texas A&M, kind of had some struggles as the year went on, didn't play very well. Baylor, uh, up and down, inconsistent. There are worse draws that Iowa could have had. You know, some people are a little disappointed that they got a four seed as opposed to a three. I get that, really? I can understand it. But when you go through... This is a pretty good draw. You're not facing a behemoth. You're not taking on Oregon State. You know you don't have somebody like that. Houston is a beatable one seed, and the two and threes aren't overly daunting. It's going to be incredibly difficult. The staff, after the loss of Eldred earlier this year, they just don't have the same kind of depth you normally need, especially against upper echelon teams like they're going to face here. But if you could have picked one of the regions... This would probably be one of them that you actually would have picked. So. Is that right? Yeah. Because yeah. I know they won 10 out of 12, and they're they're on a hot streak. So we'll see. This is interesting, and I love the double elimination. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you can have a bad game and come back and suck it up. I do like that. I, I do like that. I, it would be interesting if you could somehow throw that into the NCAA tournament, or would it take everything away? It would probably take everything away from what we love about the NCAA tournament, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to it do would, that. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah you don't uh, want to do that. That would stink. That would stink. You don't want yeah, to go down right. that line. No, that, but that, you could somehow, could you somehow make the regular season, because what we all say is the regular season in the NBA and also college basketball isn't what it should be. It isn't as important as it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say these teams that give it all during the season get double elimination. You hate that, don't you? I, that's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> I'm just totally off the cuff here. And you know what? When I heard it come out of my mouth, I tried to swallow it back in, but it wouldn't come back. <laughs> well, I, I got a question for you. So sure. we see five Big Ten teams make the NCAA tournament in baseball. We've seen that what happened last weekend, a lot of excitement. A year ago when they made it all the way to the championship game, I went over to Omaha along with 10,000 other Hawkeye fans inside the right. building for that one. It's growing. It's becoming at least a, a springtime sport, maybe just for a weekend right now. But it's getting there. It's getting better. There's no doubt. We've seen Big Ten teams invest a lot of money into baseball. They have all this Big Ten network money. They got to spend it because you got to have that bottom line look at zero uh, when you're going through the line sheet so you can say you're a quote unquote nonprofit organization. Is the Big Ten 
how how much further up the pecking order can they get with all the investments that they're making? I'm going to take a peek here. What do you think uh, conference RPI was this year for the Big Ten? Conference RPI. Now, the only reason I knew that I tweeted that out earlier um, in the week. I think you said we were 91, mm-hmm. and a lot of people did not know that. So that I was educating people um, oh because of you. So it was 91. I think we're 86, 87 now. As far as conference rate, oh man, that is great. I am just not good at. I would if you get five in. Mm-hmm. Man, that's fairly decent. I'll go four. Uh, the Big Twelve is number one. Okay. SEC two, ACC three. No surprise there, right? I mean, that's kind of goes without saying. Those are the top three. Okay. Then it's the American, where Houston oh, is the champion. They're ranked number four. Uh, they only have eight programs, though, out of that conference that do have baseball. Houston, Central okay. Florida, South Florida, UConn, Tulane, Cincinnati, Memphis, and East Carolina. So uh, they only have eight of their members, though, that play. The Pac-12 is next. We get to the sixth spot. That's Conference USA. Then we How get... do we get five in? How's the Big Ten? And then you get to the seventh spot. There is the Big Ten. Oh, man. You watch. You watch these corny white bread farmers. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. Yeah, you watch this. Look at this. I have I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm glad you did a, a ton of research on that. But And that is interesting. So Houston is in what? They're in the... Uh, the what? American. The American, and they were what rated what? Uh, the fourth best conference in, in the country. Okay, and I'm assuming Vegas has us as a obviously an underdog, but oh, yeah, yeah. we'll see. We shall see. They'll have their number one pitcher the first game. Yep. And you told me, same thing with, uh, was it Nebraska? Um, or who was it? Maryland. Nebraska. Maryland. 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 Yeah. yeah, they had their sub pitcher, and they we were did. all scared. Yeah. And we got six runs in three innings, Trent. Yes. Don't give up. Don't give her up. Don't ever give up. <laughs> we got a chance. I got you there. I got you there. So uh, we get ready for that. It should be fun Friday night. It'll be on national TV. That's a good thing as well for this Iowa program. Uh, something to kind of get us through this, this quiet time. We're getting ready. Primetime league starting up here in a couple of weeks. You ready for the PTL? You excited for it? I am. I want to see. Um, very, very worried about the guard play, like I've said. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm going to be looking for. I know other people are looking at Cook to see what kind of advancement Cook makes or Pamsel isn't going to be playing, but other guys. Um, I just want to see guard play. You've said it for a thousand years. I've said it for a thousand years. College basketball is all about guard play. So why do I think we're going to be so good next year? Why am I saying this? Because we don't really have that great of guard play. We do it. We do at times. Bohannon just can stroke it like a mother at an elite level. Literally at an elite level, he can stroke it when he misses. I am surprised. I'm like, what's wrong with him? He's sick. He's got a fever. He's, you know, he's he was out too late, you know, last night. But we've got to somebody at Iowa has to come up. We talked a little bit about Moss. He's got to come up. Somebody's got to step up. Somebody daily. Somebody has to step up that we weren't expecting to do it. And if they can do that, we can have a really fun season because we got lots of forwards. Slash centers and the Garza kid we talked about a little bit last week and and the Nunji that uh, John Miller loves and and I like and everybody's comparing to Utah and you like uh, there is talent there 
but do you have talent at the right position? That's the problem in sports. It's all about matchups. Or do you have talent? I mean, you can have all forwards. You're going to suck, Trent. You can't, you can't have all forwards and centers. You could have the number one forward, the number two forward, the number three forward, the number one center, the number two center, the number three center. If you don't have any guards, it doesn't matter. It has to be spread across the roster in an even way in order to make it good. Is it? I don't know. All right, I got a question for you. Last year, Iowa went 10-8. and eight. Kind of a surprise, a, a big surprise. 10-8 and eight in the Big Ten, especially the way the season started. We had a big surprise, 10 and 8, a big surprise. Big surprise. From, from the where they were at the beginning of the year, getting blown out by Memphis, losing 74-41 to Virginia, getting beat at home by Seton Hall, losing to Omaha, all these things. Yeah, 10 and 8 at that point, pretty surprising. At that point, okay, before the season, where'd you have? You do that. You do that preseason stuff, right? Yeah. Where'd you have? Uh, 99? No, I had 8 and 10. 8 and 10. 8 and 10. Pretty okay. close. Okay. Pretty close. But here's the problem. The Big Ten was down last year, right? The Big Ten was... No, I I would disagree. I think you guys on radio like to use those words, and words have meaning, Trent. Down compared to what? I mean, if you're saying it was a hair down, fine. But that's what I I get so mad at, at, at some of these people that do this stuff. Words have meaning. So it was down. It was so down. No, it might have been a little tad down. It's not that much down. I get so annoyed with that. I'm sorry. That's my pet peeve. Well, it was down. How down was it? Down compared to where you thought it would be? How much down was it? Well, was there a national championship contender? You're going to have to define what you want a conference to be, and you have to put it in writing and text it to me or email it to me, and I'm going to hold you to that every damn year because every single year with the Big Ten, it's, well, if it's top to bottom, great. Too bad they don't have a national championship contender. If they do, and they're not top to bottom great, then you know what they say. It gets annoying. So I want what makes a great so, conference So what you. you're telling me is the Big Ten is never down. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's well, always down compared if, to you If people. you didn't watch they, Big Ten basketball they said last it's year. always down. John Miller says it's always down. You say it's always down. Is there ever a year it's not down? <laughs> no, I, in Seriously. fact, I, I think it's going to be up this year. I think it's going to be one of the best conferences, if not the best, in the country. But last year, Wolfgang... The conference wasn't that strong. It just wasn't. It wasn't. Who, who was a really good team last year? Who was a team that you look at and said, boy, that's a great basketball team? And that's why I'm asking what your definition is of a good, great, awesome conference. There wasn't a national we championship contender. Before... There wasn't even a Final Four contender short of Wisconsin. I think that's the only team that had a realistic shot of getting to a Final Four out of the whole league. Minnesota was young. They got bounced in the first round. Maryland was young outside of Trimble. They got bounced early. Michigan made a run. They pulled an upset in a great game against Louisville. But that Michigan team was inconsistent all throughout the year. Really didn't play well until they got into March. You go through and you look at the conference last year, it wasn't very good, Wolfgang. What what was the Big 12? What was the Big 12? Big 12 was all right. Nobody ever says the Big 12 is down. Oh, get out of here. People like to pick on the Big 10. You never said that. I've, I've no, never said the Big 12 is down. I'm telling you, man, I listen to all you guys, and I try to listen to you as much as I can, and it's easy. And every freaking year, even Big Ten fans will bash on the Big Ten because they have they listen to these national guys that say it's down, even though it's maybe a hair down. It was down last or, year. You can admit that, Wolfgang. You're not going to lose your Big Ten card if you say that the Big Ten was Big well, Ten they, they did year. pretty good in the, two, in the first two rounds, did they not? Then Michigan, what, lost by a couple points? 
Remind me, I'm, I'm totally out of basketball season. I can't even remember. They had but three two of our teams seasons. lost by what? One or two points? See, you, you don't get bonus points for that. It's not horseshoes or hand grenades. I'm just saying. It's, it's splitting hairs. Just like the Michael Jordan freaking LeBron argument that we've talked about. It's splitting hairs with this conference stuff. And I will not debate you unless you tell me from now on what makes a good conference. Because we're going to be all over the place like we are now. What makes a good conference? Do you have to have one good team? So if Kansas in the Big 12 obviously is always going to be a perennial national championship contender. But then they're, you know, middle, you know, they're so-so in the middle and then pretty decent. They don't have any bad teams. I just need to know what you want to look at. Are you going to look at analytics? Are you going to, I mean, what are you going to do? Top to bottom, middle, back. You don't want any sucky teams at the, at the end. You have to have a national championship contender. I need to know this, or I can't debate somebody on what makes a good conference, because I need to know what you think makes a good conference. Because according to Colin Howard, it doesn't matter if you oh, have good teams. That's, means, that's your it, problem. You listen to morons like that that don't know their, their ass from their elbow. That's the problem. The people that are just out there trying to be provocateurs. Don't listen to people like that. Don't let those people get you upset. Wolfgang, we watched a ton of Big Ten and Big 12 hoops last year. What was a better conference? I'm trying to think what the Big 12 did in the, in the NCAA tournament. So if you put it on the NCAA tournament, they fucked. They sucked. Right. Am I wrong? But as you watched the games last year, as you watched basketball, what was the better conference? The Big 12 or the Big 10? Well, they only got 10 teams. It's, how are you going to do this? What are we going to match up? Our best, ten, Big you, Ten's best ten. You're making versus... this too difficult. You no, are... I'm not. This can go deep. I'm, ta- I'm telling you, this can go deep. I know our it best can. ten versus their de- best ten. You want? I mean, you tell me. Analytics. You want to go NCAA tournament because the Big Twelve sucked. So did the Big Ten. The Big Ten surprised by getting three to the Sweet Sixteen, and nobody went further well, than that. Surprised, but okay. Then they also had two teams that lost by one or two points. And Here's I'm totally out of- I will tell you definitively. Here on May 31st, the okay. Big Ten is going to be markably better than they were this season in basketball. And the Big Ten next year is going to be better than the Big 12 in basketball. The Big 12 after Kansas, West Virginia next year, and maybe Texas with the Bomba kid coming in, Good luck trying to figure out that league. It is going to be down. Oklahoma State's going to take a step back. Kansas State's going to take a step back. Texas Tech isn't going to be very good. Oklahoma's young. How much are those young guys going to improve? TCU should be good, but you go through and you look at that conference, they're going to be down next year, Wolfgang. The Big 12 will be down. The Big 10 will be up. Don't take it, though, that because of last year, all of a sudden that I'll never say anything bad about the Big 12. You know better than that. Come on. Because you know what's going to happen. Now that you're saying the Big Ten is up, the bar is up here. So when they don't meet the bar, it's been a down year. I won't even speak for you. I'm talking about other people and even Big Ten fans. They listen to this and they believe this crap. So when the Big Ten doesn't meet your high expectations next year, because they won't, and you know it, because the expectations are set so high, now all of a sudden it's a down year. No. You set the bar too high. It's still a good year. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I just need a definition of what makes you want RPI. You want what analytics. Do you want top to bottom. You want the middle to be strong. Do you care if the teams at the end suck? 
I need to know that in order to debate you well, it de- on this it, subject. It, it depends on what my argument's going to be. Come on, Wolfgang, you know that. <laughs> right. now, now, next year, we'll, we'll finish up with this and we'll take a break. We're, uh, we're running a little bit behind here. we still got a lot to get to with Wolfgang. All right, next year, Purdue won the league. They're going to be good even without Biggie. They got Haas. They got, uh, they got Vince Edwards back. They got Dakota Swanigan. They got P.J. Thompson. They're going to be good again. Tournament team. Maryland, I think still a tournament team. Minnesota, tournament team. Michigan, still a tournament team. Northwestern, tournament team. Michigan State, national title contender. Yep. Now, now you got Iowa after that group. Iowa, at the very least, NCAA tournament team, right? I got to believe it. Yeah, okay. I, I, I have to believe that, yes. Now we get, I don't think that's Homer. Now I don't we think get, that's Homerism. Just leaving those teams, one, two, three, four, that's seven teams that we both feel strongly should be in the NCAA tournament next year. Yes, Purdue, Minnesota, Maryland, Michigan, Northwestern, Michigan State, and I'm forgetting somebody. And Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Iowa, Iowa obviously. Okay, there we go. Then you get okay. into Wisconsin. Well, we've seen them lose a ton and be able to come back, right? Yeah, you're right. You, you're you right. can't discount them. If they find a way to get in, now you're talking eight teams. You, you get to the next tier, the talented teams that, for whatever reason, just haven't been able to put it together. Illinois, Ohio State, Indiana. Three historic programs. Could one of those teams surprise, go 11-7 and seven in conference, win a couple of big non-conference games and get in? Sure, I could see that. Now you're talking about getting up to nine. What about Penn State with all that young talent? A year older. Now Nebraska and Rutgers are going to be terrible, but if all these things happen, we very well could be talking about a year where the Big Ten gets nine, maybe even ten teams in the NCAA tournament. That's how good I believe it's going to be next year in the Big Ten. No, and this this is where I don't think we can disagree or anybody can disagree because it's you've got your national title contenders, mm-hmm. you've got the middle one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and not even counting Wisconsin, like you said. And we all know what Wisconsin does. Yes. They pull bleep out there, you know what? So if even if it's not Wisconsin, does Ohio State and Thad Mata, I have so much respect for him as a coach. Indiana with a new coach, I can't believe they're going to make the NCAA tournament. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Hardcore doubt it. But, yeah, there's going to be seven in there, and I think we can all agree that, yeah, the middle, even the the back part, the, the bottom is going to be good. Outside if you're talking about Indi- okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like Ohio State and Indiana are going to be towards the bottom, we're, yes. we're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Are you serious? I mean, do you want to go play Ohio State or Ohio State no. or Indiana at Indiana? I mean, yeah, this this is going to be, I believe that you're right on that. But when you set the bar so high and it doesn't meet it, it just gives the haters a chance to, and some of them aren't even haters. They just like to, I don't know what it is. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why it's okay to say the Big Ten sucks every year and they're having a down year every year and they're even Big Ten fans. So, I don't know. We Maybe we just like to down ourselves and just bash ourselves. I don't know what it is, but I hear all these people do it every year. Every freaking year. And they de- redefine what it means to be a great conference. So, unless you're going to do that, this is our last debate on that. Gets you fired up. That's not our last debate. You know it'll come up another time. But we need a break. Sure. When we come back, more Wolfgang on the other side. A couple of stories still out there. Want to hit on. We'll do that coming up next here as we roll through here on a Wednesday. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We got Wolfgang with us as we talk the world of sports with you. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Wolfgang, another holiday weekend and a another... 
disappointing story from the world of Tiger Woods. No alcohol involved, yet still arrested for DUI. Uh, prescription meds appear to be the issue here. Your reaction? Well, it's funny that you, you said he hadn't been drinking, and you said reaction. So was it just a reaction to having back surgery and, and pain meds? I've actually seen somebody go through that. I don't know if you ever have, where they accidentally mixed stuff, and it is scary. Yeah. It's like, um, yo, uh, I had somebody that I knew that had a migraine problem, was taking migraine medicine, and mixed some other something that they weren't supposed to. Nothing illegal, nothing, you know, I mean, over-the-counter stuff. And, it, like, it was crazy. It literally was crazy. So, listen to, you know, watching ESPN, first of all, they were acting like it was alcohol the whole time. They need to get their stuff straight. You saw that when it was breaking news, breaking news, and you see a DUI, and you assume it's alcohol, right? Because they were, you know, talking about him getting his party on. We don't know that, do we? No, not at all. No, no. I mean, will will it actually come out? Will the police come out and say yes? Will they do that and say, "Oh, these these are the drugs that were in his system"? I mean, it literally could ha- happen. It's funny you you totally said it like that. What's your reaction to that? He may have literally just had a reaction to pain meds. Does that mean his life is totally crazy? It seems like it. From the outside, we can say that, but that could totally be true. I've seen that happen before. And it's sad with what you've seen with his dad and then his, his marriage and then mm-hmm. this. And this could be nothing. This literally could be something simple as that happening, a reaction to drugs mixing um, that were prescribed. And, you know, he took something over the counter because I actually have seen that with somebody that I know, and it was freaking crazy. I, it was like they were, oh, my God. It, 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 it was like, and I know they didn't drink. They literally drank maybe once a year. And I'm like, no, this is. This is something else. Hmm. So, I don't know. And he was one of the most dominant players in the history. You talk about a crash that we've seen in uh, sports, in all of sports. This is the biggest crash. And we were just yeah. talking about how we're close to the same age. Mm-hmm. And he was as dominant as I've ever seen, maybe in any sport, literally. Would you agree? He's going one against the field, man. I mean, he was at biggest odds. You can speak to this. Vegas odds had him better than the field a number of times. Am I wrong there? No, no, you're you're right. It was it, that would be the bet that you would take. Do you take Tiger or do you take the field? And it would be even odds. Or sometimes you'd have to lay a little bit more juice if you're going on the Tiger side of things. That, that's that is the domination that he had. And as as I first saw the story, you know there was there's just a, a sadness that comes over you, uh, though Jordan was a big deal. Tiger was just different because there was nobody like him. You know, we've seen plenty of great NBA players, but we've never seen a golfer quite like Tiger and, and the histrionics that went along with it. I just miss Tiger. I, I, I felt, I figured by this point, you know, yeah, he wouldn't be the same dominating force, but we'd still be up there. And once, twice a year in a big event, here comes Tiger and you hear the roar. And as fans, we don't get that anymore. And it, it just... At me personally, it made me feel sad, and, and reading through the story, and then yesterday reading through the police report, it just leaves this odd feeling in your stomach. A, a guy like this, how deep does it go? Are, are these problems, are they real? Because on the surface, Wolfgang, I don't buy that it's just, oh, he made a mistake, he mixed a couple of drugs, didn't know what was happening. I feel, without any knowledge whatsoever, 
that this is a guy with a real problem. But it, but it is actually proven that he did. He blew a zero point zero. That's right. 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 But I'm I'm talking about in prescription pain medication. People become addicted yeah, to that. Yeah. I mean, don't you have a bad back? I'm trying to remember, didn't you? No, no, I no. mean, no, no, nothing like that. Well, after I do yard work for the first time or shovel for the first time, <laughs> it's a little sore, but no, not nothing, nothing terrible. That's, that's I'm not that. ready, Trent. I'm not ready to be sad on this yet. I think it literally could be something like that, and then we could, you know, root for the return, root mm-hmm. for the return of Tiger. Let's, you know, if this just ends up being, you know, you know, he had back medication and took a freaking Tylenol PM or something. Sure, maybe he did have a bad reaction. Could that? Could that be possible? Yes. I hope Is you're it possible? right. I hope you know, you're right. I mean, that would be cool. And then we could all root for him because he was the most dominant athlete, I have to say, even more than Jordan, even more than LeBron. Um, Gretzky, I don't know. I'm not a huge um, hockey guy. But then you had Magic and Larry. Uh, you had Tyson. Back in, I don't that may be, you probably don't remember that when he was at his heyday, right? I, I remember tail end of it, yeah. I mean, I had Mike Tyson's oh, punch out. Okay. Uh, Mike Tyson's punch out for my Nintendo. So yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, Tyson, I, Tyson, Trent. Okay, yeah. Because I'm a little bit older than you. You probably wouldn't remember because I was fairly young and almost falling asleep when I was watching the fights, and then I'd wake up when he'd come on, uh-huh. walking out like a bad arse. Right. Walking out, and just everybody was scared of him. Mm-hmm. And I've heard his wife tell stories about Mike Tyson and say the biggest athletes in the world bow down to him. Mm-hmm. They get they they start acting like children around him because of how big a, a bad arse he was back in the day, and he was. I mean, he would make guys. He was two hundred eighteen pounds, I think. You know, I mean, that's ridiculous to have a heavyweight division, and now you can. It's just that's ridiculous. Two eighteen, for God's sakes. I weigh two eighteen. I got to lose twenty pounds. I weigh two eighteen. <laughs> he would kill me looking at me. But no, just some of the some of the all time greats, and it's. I'm still rooting for the comeback. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this because he blew a 0.0. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. I hope you're right. I just have a feeling this is not going to. The story that is going to come out next is not going to be anything of a positive light. Possibility, you know, a, a rehab stint, things like that. Again, all speculation, no inside knowledge of Tiger. Just on, on the surface level, I, I struggle to to uh, believe the story that comes out at least at face value. So in other words, you're you're thinking he's in so much pain he's he's addicted to painkillers. Yeah. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yep. Gotcha. That's where I'm going with okay. that one. Hey, uh, that definitely could be. Yeah. yeah. Let's jump over uh get ready for the NBA finals. We got to get your prediction as that starts tomorrow night, Wolfgang. Uh here are the numbers. You know I'm a, a degenerate and I got to bet yeah. on everything. These are crazy numbers, yeah. So, Let's just start right here. Uh, what's more likely to happen? You, you're a LeBron guy. You love LeBron. Love her. I'm a lover. But you know that Golden State is a pretty prohibitive favorite here. Yes. What's they more likely saying... to happen? Okay. The Warriors win this thing in five, four games to one, or it goes seven and the Warriors win it that way? Oh, that is a phenomenal question. That's a phenomenal question, and I struggle with going with my heart or my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the goal. I think the Golden State Warriors. If you if you pick against them to win this series, you're just trying to be smarter than everybody. You're just trying to be too smart. Contrarian. I think you're going with your heart. Yeah, I yeah. think you're just doing that. 
And I get that, and I do that with the NCAA tournament. I told you that. Mm-hmm. I do that. I like to pick the uh, Fab Five. Well, everybody had the Fab Five their freshman years going to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. I had them go to the championship game. I like to pick, gun to my head, would I buy pick that? No, probably not. I had Georgia Tech back in the day uh, to go to the championship game. Would I have picked them, gun to my head? No, I wouldn't. It's just how I do it. I like to have a little more fun. It's a little boring just picking chalk. So, but if you're going with your frickin' head, you got to go with North, or you have to go with uh, Golden State. With the talent they have, it's sickening. It's disgusting how much talent they have. And I want to go off on Durant so bad. So I would actually go, LeBron James is playing phenomenal. He's hitting 43% of his three-pointers. Um, he's just sick. I think he has enough help. Um, probably not to win it. But I'll say, let's. if I had to bet, if I, man, that would mean it would be 4-1. I'd cry. I know. I'd cry, man. I would cry. You should. We should do it. Where it's live when I'm watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I could just cry live on air because I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch this. I think it's so bogus what Durant did. I literally think he's going to go down as a top 20 player of all time. Mm -hmm. All freaking time. I literally think I have that much respect for him. He's the second best player in the world, but I have zero respect for what he did when he's with a guy named Westbrook, when he's with a guy named Harden or Ibaka. I mean... He's had two, he's played with two MVPs and he was an MVP. Trent, that is just PUS bleak. I I hate the way where he went. I hate that he went to Golden State and joined. Thank us. you. I I just I don't like it. I don't like the optics of it. I I think it's terrible. Uh, what would be ridiculous though if the Cavs find a way to win this thing? What oh, it a does to LeBron and I mean you then can really have the conversation, him versus Jordan. And remember, LeBron's still got another four, five, six good years in him. But at this point, you can have that conversation with still much more of his career to be played. That's ridiculous in its own right. But you couple that with the narrative of Kevin Durant joining this team and not being able to win a title. What does that say about him? Oh, that that says a lot, and it says a lot bad. Um, he's a good puzzle piece that fits into kind of everybody because he's a good shooter. Um, so he's, you know, when LeBron went to Miami, they decided to put something together. Everybody holds this against LeBron. Oh, he didn't want to, you know, he couldn't do it at Cleveland. His second best player was something called a Mo Williams, okay? Give me a break, okay? He got sick and tired saying, I know more than you, GM. I know more than you, President. I need some help. So he left. I have no problem with that. Okay? Then he goes to Miami. Those puzzle pieces didn't fit. Him and LeBron. LeBron and D-Wade are kind of, they overlap each other's talent and uh, skill set is what I've said before. They, they were not in, like, an elite. they made it work just because they could and they were good friends and they were good buddies and they understood the game of basketball and how to make it work. And Dwayne Wade finally decided to step back. It's LeBron's league, but it was my city, and he decided to step back and go, you know, I want to win a championship. But I just, with, with Durant, it's just pathetic. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like Jordan going to Detroit when he couldn't beat Detroit right, when they right. were in their prime, or Jordan going to Boston when Boston was in their prime. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. You had them up 3-1, to one, Trent, 3-1, yes. and you started talking smack, and Westbrook started talking smack to Curry, and then they lost. It's funny. It's just funny because the same thing happened with Golden State. 
they started talking smack to LeBron, and he giggled in a press conference <laughs> when, well, maybe LeBron got his feelings hurt, or uh, one of the guys, uh, Thompson, said. Well, maybe you know, LeBron's like, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he said uh, maybe you got your feelings hurt on the court, and he started giggling, <laughs> and we saw what happened after that. Yep, yep, yep. It, it was such a fun series, and I just hope, like you do, that at least we get something compelling. This NBA season has been boring for the yep. NBA. It hasn't been good. This playoffs has been even worse, I think, than the regular season. At least we had you know, the MVP debate. And if they, this thing is a clunker, and uh, the favorite right now of all the series uh, of bets that you can make, the Warriors in five is the, uh, the favorite, if you will, plus 240 for that one. If that's really? what we get, a 4-1 Warriors win, this is going to be looked at as just a, a dreadful NBA season in my mind. It, it is. It is. because, And I understand why they're saying that because they are so good. They are so good. They have everything. They have bad arses. They have shooters. They got guys that can get to the lane. They got, I mean, they got the, the kid, the guy West that came over. They got, um, it's just, it's ridiculous how much talent they have. But the Cavs are unbelievable on offense. And if they decide, if they're hitting their shots like K-Love is, Kevin Love has all of a sudden become, you know, the best shooter in the league. I don't know what's happened to him all of a sudden. LeBron's hitting it all of a sudden. Um, Kyrie Irving is one of the best one-on-one players of all time. Tristan Thompson. He could be the X Factor, like people are saying. I read an article on him, and I love him. I knew it before they I read the article, but he's awesome on switches. And he can actually guard guards. It's crazy. He doesn't look like he would be able to do it, right. but he can. Yeah. So I'm going seven games versus five games, if that's what you're saying. Do you know what the overall, because they're saying the Cavs are a Big underdog. Do you know what that what uh, that uh, is on Vegas at all? Yeah, right now it is the Cavs are plus two hundred. So uh, the Warriors, you got to lay two forty five just to win a hundred back. Gotcha. Okay. Well, guess what happened last time? Uh, LeBron faced uh, Durant. Uh-huh. Durant was the favorite. Durant. A lot of people don't know that the OKC series when uh-huh. they played uh, the Heat. OKC was the favorite, and they lost. They lost. The young guys no, didn't just, get it there's done. There's too much talent. Trent, Trent, there's too much talent on that team. <laughs> Admit it. I know you're not an NBA guy. This, no, we're it's, seeing it's, something we've never seen before. I've never seen that much talent on a team. It's ridiculous. It is. It's And in a way, it's disappointing. I, I just I don't like the way that this is set up. I don't like what happened with Durant. And it, it soured me on the NBA. I, I, I like to give Jimmy B crap. I give you NBA guys crap about the NBA, but... I like the NBA. I like when playoff time comes mm-hmm. around. This playoffs has sucked. It's been terrible. Yeah, it, it really has. And boy, let's get something. But let's... this is what we've been waiting for, Trent. Yep, it so is. You, here. you will now. If obviously, if Durant wins it like they should, you'll be like, "This sucks." But if you see something that you don't expect coming, Vegas doesn't expect coming. You're seeing history, so you'll kind of like it if LeBron and the Cavs. Do this. Oh yeah, they're not yeah. supposed to. So no, you, I'm, I'm, that will change your opinion. It will all be worth it, in my opinion. If if that happens, okay, yeah, that that's a good way to put it. I certainly, yes, I will be rooting for the Cavs, and I don't think I'm going to be alone in that one. <laughs> Suddenly, LeBron as an underdog, and people are jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> Gotta love that guy, the six foot eight, two hundred eighty pounds of pure muscle. He's the underdog. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, Wolfgang, we are out of time, my man. You have a good one. All right. 
You too. Thanks, Trent. See you, buddy. Yep. As is Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye as he joins us here on the program. That will do it for today. Well, we got more hockey coming on tonight. Now we'll be watching Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Keep an eye on that one. Baseball as well. We'll talk about it all back tomorrow here. Jimmy B and TC, we'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. Have a good day, everybody.